Hey, this is Sir Charles Carey from the Radiate the Brain book series. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. We don't have to use this, but man, this is good stuff. No, but it's true. You know, when, when you talk about that video I did about being in the fog, you know, a lot of times I say it's a reflection on myself or to myself, reflections for myself. It's not always about, yeah, 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 you know, you're the expert and, you know, you're helping all these people. Sometimes I'm preaching to my own choir, and that's just the truth of the matter, you know. I, I, I find that usually... Uh -huh. uh, we, are, we are preaching to our own choir. Yeah. Right? It's like, you know, any of the stuff, you know, both of us are authors. Uh -huh. and both of us have this brand that we've worked hard to build. Right. End of the day, we're still people, right? Yeah. We're, we're, still trying to, we're still trying to figure this thing, trying to figure this thing out called life. And um, sometimes that pace that you talked about, uh, that could be our own undoing. Yes, because we forget that we're people. We forget that we're human, and we think that we are this brand. We think that we are this thing that we've manufactured. But at the end of the day, man, you're just Charles, and I'm just Galen. We're just trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, you know, and it's no different than the athletes, the movie actors. You know, we see them and we're like, "Wow, he scored 50 points!" So, "Wow, they got an Academy Award and a Golden Globe!" And oh my goodness. Look at a childish Gambino. He can sing, he can rap, he can act, he can do stand up. I mean, this guy is awesome. And the moment he does one thing that's unfavorable, may not even be wrong, but unfavorable in the eyes of society, it's either taken away from him or everyone comes at him like, what the heck is this guy thinking? You know, yeah. and we're no different. You know, we are either put on the pedestal. We put ourselves on the pedestal, we, we march to this beat, and then when something isn't you know, working right from the inside, it seems like it's all for naught, and then we're like lost. So what's so hard about being you, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of challenging, man. It has, it has its moments. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue. So let, let's go ahead and do this thing for real, man. Sure. And uh, we're going we're gonna to make this thing happen. So well, first of all, let me just say this, man. First of all, I, I definitely appreciate you, you know, taking the time to, you know, sit down and chop it up with me about the book series, about uh, the latest book in the series. I mean, I know with all the things that you do, uh, the mastermind, uh, the mastermind with all the people you're working with, the coaching programs, I mean, all the high caliber events that you are associated with, not to mention your business outside of the speaking arena, man. Fantastic things you're doing. So I, I appreciate you, man, just, you know, having the opportunity, uh, uh, taking time from your own business to uh, work with me and my business as we discuss uh, these topics on the Radiate the Brain book series. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what this is all about, man. You know, the, the phrase is iron sharpens iron. Yes, and man. You know, as we were talking before, I, I get so much energy out of being connected with you 
and uh, your ability to put words around things that I am experiencing. Uh, and so absolutely, absolutely, that's what this is about. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and launch this thing professionally in the right way. Sure. Uh, okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Glenn Bingham, the Leadership Strategist, and welcome to another episode of the Leadership Toolbox. I am just really, really excited and passionate about bringing people into the conversation that will help our leaders crush their most important goals. And this is a guy that I, I tend to talk to a lot, Sir Charles Carey. Uh, this guy is a professional speaker. He is a motivator. He's an educator. Uh, this guy does it all. Uh, I got a feeling if I gave him a, a paintbrush and a can of paint, he could probably paint a, <laughs> paint a picture for me. Uh, he certainly does that with his words. And uh, he's got brand new additions to this literary world. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let him talk about it. But this latest book, this latest book is starting to create some, some, some waves out there. Uh, a lot of people are really feeling the impact uh, and that you are speaking into their life. Uh, you are tapping into their brain and, and, and putting voice to their secret thoughts. So I wanted to uh, definitely talk to you about it. Uh, but uh, first... Uh, I just want to get your your overall thoughts around why did you create this book series? Uh, what was the impetus behind it, and and what do you think that this latest edition uh, is uh, going to help uh, help your readers do? Well, to be quite honest and humble at the same time, uh, I am no different, no better than anyone else. People in our industry, Galen. Uh, people that are not in our industry. I mean, I am a regular guy that I want more, I want to do more, I want to have more, I want to be more. And I would tend to think that most people do in some shape, form, or fashion, or in some capacity as they would put, they would put it. And the reason why I decided to um, put this book series together, or come out with this book series, was, was because one simple thing, it's all about mindset. No matter what you talk about, what industry, what profession, you cannot get there without mindset. And whether it's about leadership, communication, which happens to be what I focus on, or anything else, it's still about mindset. And being that I'm a thinker, you know, I think about things from its inception uh, through the middle to the end, different ways of hitting the same angle. And for me, it's the breeze. But for a lot of people, it's simply not. And I do understand that. So <clears throat> when I speak about uh, the book series or the Radiate the Brain book series, you know, from every element or from every aspect, there's something that we can do or something we can learn and it still relates to mindset. And if we could just wrap our minds around that or just realize that from the smallest to the greatest uh, capacity that's possible, it can make a world of difference. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now you, you, again, you, you, the foundation of how I have come to know you is through speaking and you're powerful on stage. I mean, I've seen a couple of uh, uh, pieces of footage of you speaking to thousands uh, from various parts across, uh, across the country. How does this book uh, and this book series uh, impact and, and, and coordinate and, and help you with your speaking business? How does this fit into the speaking business? 
Well, it supports my philosophy, my mindset, actually, my approach, my style on how I attack leadership and communication. <clears throat> Everyone may not want to be a leader per se, but you have to lead your own life. And in leading your own life, there's nothing like understanding that no matter what you're doing socially, recreationally, uh, personally, or professionally, you're still leading. You're leading yourself. You're making the decision. And even when you're not choosing to act, that's still a choice. And that mindset, whatever the reason is, for example, you don't act, that's still a thought. Something occurred to you that, no, nah, I won't. Whether it's I won't do it or I won't say it. Whatever you've thought through, something occurred to you. Whatever you thought through, it may have been for your benefit or it may have been for the benefit of someone else. But whatever reason uh, set on your heart that you did not choose to say something, that's all about mindset. And I think in our innate abilities and in our, in our innate uh, uh, gifting and wanting to do and be the right thing in the right place, sometimes we'll realize that, yeah, you can speak about changing something or you can sit back and allow change to happen. Depending on who you are, waiting may be the best decision. Or depending on who you are, taking the bull by the horns, as we say, may be the best decision. Yeah, no, nothing happens by accident, right? So exactly. uh, everything, everything is connected. And I think that there's a lot of research that, say, that suggests that we are all connected to each other, right? You know, my success is in part tied to some of the things that I may or may not get from interacting with you. So um, yeah, I think your work here is really, really important. I love the way that you've put your, built your books into a series. How, how do you foresee uh, each of the books connecting with the masses? How, what role does, does each book play in your series? Well, here's the thing. For some people, it's about, depending where you are in life, it's about really understanding what's your thing, what's your role, what's your path. So the first book, for instance, Radiate the Brain and Change the Game, it's really about realizing how do I identify what it is that I need to be doing? You know, what's my lane? And once you have chosen that, it's not just as simple as I'll go do it. You have to realize the things that will prevent you or that will support you in doing that, such as risk and fear, uh, the need of acceptance, um, mistakes. How do you look at all those different things? We all learn different. We all learn at different rates and paces. And that's why each book is its own entity, although it's like a hand, basically. Every finger supports the hand, right? So each book so far has its own capacity to help you in a particular way with moving forward or moving throughout life, although it's just one of the many parts of mindset. So for instance, the next book, I believe it's um, Aligned by Design. Aligned by Design focuses on you, but it really focuses on the importance of understanding uh, personalities, how that will benefit you, understanding that you know, there's this thing called critical in-depth analysis. How do you analyze things? Most importantly, how do you analyze yourself? Because 
even though you're a coach, I'm a coach, and I'm not going against coaches, sometimes you can be your own best coach by being honest with yourself. And if you can be honest enough with yourself to say, hmm, I probably shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have invested that money, or I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z, then you'll realize that for the next time, those are the uh, hurdles or the obstacles that will prevent you from getting to your goal a lot quicker or maybe even at all. Mm -hmm. And for instance, the following book, uh, After the Diagnosis, right now, I don't know how many people out there know it, but I am an overcomer of substance abuse and I am also a two-time cancer survivor. And the key behind that book is I was challenged to write a book for the cancer community. But in writing that book, just like the other books, it's a personal resource. And it's an opportunity for me to reach those that have life-threatening uh, illnesses or uh, life-altering uh, challenges to let them know that you may have gone through this thing or you may have this thing on your back, but you can still live. You can still make it. Don't just settle for existing. There's still more in you. You know, we're all gonna die. So what are you waiting for it for? It's coming. Just get out there and live and really realize that there are different things you can do to become the best version of you. And that book in particular has um, a ton of resources for support and um, you know, alternative programs or treatments for different ailment, ailments and illnesses. Wow. You know, I, I, I sense a lot of autobiographical elements to your writing. Uh, who, did you have a particular person in mind when you wrote the book? Uh, or uh, is this really just kind of putting your, your own journey on paper? Who would you say this book was written or targeted? You know, it, it, it kind of is. I know that my second book, Courage Facing Mortality, now that's truly the memoir, telling my story, my life-threatening illnesses, uh, the, the substance abuse. I tell all the dirt on myself. I dish the dirt on myself. But uh, this book series, they say it's better to learn from someone who's been there and done it versus someone that has gone to school for it only, someone that just philosophized on it only. Well, I've done all of the above. You know, I am a certified counselor. You know, I was a substance abuser. I am a two-time cancer survivor. I had to deal with the unknowing or the not knowing whether I could get to and through the other side. And I personally believe, I may be wrong, but it's my opinion that when you learn from someone that is going through or has gone through what you're dealing with, it makes it easier to digest, to understand, and to live with. And honestly, I think the book is for, it's for a couple of groups. It's for the entrepreneur. It's for the young person who's trying to find their way. So it is a B2C conversation, but it's also a B2B conversation because the leadership and the communication components are really important when you're trying to have consistency within your culture, in your work, or your associations. So it, it really reaches uh, different groups, but I know from what I've been told, uh, the testimonials that uh, it's been really impactful with many people that have read the books. Gotcha. Now, wh wh why do you think that you're having such impact with this book? Is there something special that you've baked into the ingredients of this book 
that seems to be resonating and hitting a chord with people because the reaction has been uh, i mean you've had great reaction to you know all of your other books but the reaction to this one has been a little unique well i think the what's so hard about uh, being you book that's the most recent book in the book series i think the thing about that is even if you read the title and you don't read another page it's screaming you <laughs> you know none of us are perfect uh some of us we've had different milestones, we've fallen on our faces, we've been beat up by life, um, and we're still trying to make it. And just the title in itself, what's so hard about being you? You can look at it and be prissy about it. You can look at it with an attitude, but it still screams you. And I think it makes the, uh, the onlooker want to know, is there anything personal about themselves that they can relate to that's in the book? And mm -hmm. it kind of makes it uh, make them curious about what is he talking about? You know, does it relate to me? You know, what's so hard about being you? The right mindset is all you need. Now they've heard that the right mindset is all you need from me. So when you add the personal component, you know, what's so hard about being you? It really makes one think. I, you know, that's my my take on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, titles sell books, right? I mean, you have to engage them. You have to catch people uh, from the get go, and that definitely would cause me to pause. Now, um, let, me, let me say this about titles before you, before you move on, Galen. You know, it's funny you, you mentioned that because every title for every book that I've written, I feel that it was sent to me, it was given to me. Um, I'm grateful that I've been able to have these catchy titles, but there is truly meat behind the title. You know, um, if I had to sit around and bang my head against the wall to come up with a good title, something that's catchy, be to be and not to be, you know, I'm, I'm going through all these iterations on trying to create a title. I don't think it would be the same, but I think it's God sent, God given yeah. these titles, man. And um, I, I'm grateful. I am truly forever grateful. That's what I'm trying to get my kids to realize. Look, your dad may not be the smartest tool in the toolkit, but you better do something with this because I'm not going to be here and you never know what these books are going to do for you. If you're smart, if you're smart about it, if you're smart about it, but, yeah. but the, the title, I mean, just the personalization of the title, I, I think that the, the um, purpose, the objective, the job of the title of a book is to cause someone to pick up the book and to thumb through, at least look at the table of contents. Yeah. When yeah. you go through the table of contents of your book, you've got titles, uh, your chapters are The Lie, mm. New Rules, Perception, Self-Inventory, Roadblocks. I mean, that is pretty engaging stuff. How did you get, and, and tell me a little bit more about how you got the, the, the headings of your chapters and what could you expect uh, you know, once we pick up the book because the title was engaging, I'm picking it up, I'm looking at the chapters. What could I expect as I go through the rest of the book? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you, like I've heard from some millennials and like I've heard from some uh, people in my own age range, they have said to me, I see myself in your book, man. This is good stuff. And, you know, you know, I didn't ask them. In many cases, I do ask for testimonials, but a lot of times when people are telling me uh, they're, they're off the cuff comments or making their off the cuff, off the cuff comments, they're saying, yo, I, I see myself. And I think what it is is that how I come up with it is because I put myself in the position of the reader. You know, if 
someone is going to help me, what are they going to help me with? You know, how are they relating to me? How are they identifying with me? You know, what is it that they're going to tell me that can help me either get out of my own way or help me move to the next level, which in essence is the same thing. You know, so I, I just try to look at it from the perspective of what is it that you have to say and how is this going to help the person that's not in a position that you're in? Were you ever in their shoes? Mm. So, you know, that's how I try to look at it. Got it. Okay, now let's jump, in, let's jump into one of these. The one that's really got, captured my attention, probably more so than any of them, is the first one, the lie. Mm. What is that about? I mean, what, what is the lie? Because I can, I can anticipate what that might be about, but what do you get into relative to that chapter? Well, you know, the lie is something that we've all been exposed to. We've all been told to go to school, get good grades, and go out and get that good job, right? Well, unfortunately, you know, our ancestors only meant the best for us. They had the best intentions, and they told us the best with what they knew. Um, but the lie is... Many of the things that we were told, they simply are not true. Many of the things we were told about, you know, going to school, how you educate yourself, finding the right mate, you know, um, just general things that uh, you're grown and groomed to believe with life, it's not true. And if you ever ask a question about, you know, the, um, how would you say the golden rule, right? You know, treat people the way you want to be treated. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. <clears throat> Today's lifestyle shows us that so many of those things have fallen off by the wayside. Those are the good things, the good anecdotes. However, you know, um, you know, those old wives tales, you know, many people live and die by those things. And it's just unfortunate that uh, people really believe that that's the way life is. Let me jump into the lie a little bit, just even a little bit more, because I think it's important. One of the exercises in the book says, have you ever been impacted by societal, a societal lie? Another one says, what misconceptions were you told? And then another one even says, did it mislead you or did it serve you? The oldest one and the sim most simplistic is, you know, think about going to school and how to start your life. You know, what happened, man? They didn't change the game on us in midstream. You know, we were supposed to get a good job and work for 40 years. And, and now, instead of retiring after 20 to 40 years, you got to go back to work. And when you do retire, they only give you 40% of the income. What happened? They didn't turn life upside down. So, you know, the lie is really about being careful not to just follow what society says is true. To thine own self be true is the old phrase, man. So sometimes we got to really push the envelope. We got to question things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, to your point, I mean, so many times we believe what grandmama said because grandmama said, right? And she always wanted the best for us. Uh, but not everything you believe is actually true. Yes, and, uh, you've you've highlighted that beautifully, and I'm just really, really excited uh, about uh, everything that you've done so far. But this this really does seem to uh, be a culmination of all of your experience, all of your life, all of your living. Um, what else can we expect from you uh, 
this obviously is not the end. Where do you see this taking you? What, what do you see is coming next? Well, I've hit the ground hard uh, for this current year. You know, I do some coaching, but I want to focus more on hitting some of the organizations that have low morale or that want to enhance their leadership and their communication within their organizations. I think it's important because we are truly living in a time where people are in pain. And when I say in pain, I mean, when you look at the suicides, when you look at people that are on substance now, I'm, I've been a substance abuser, so I understand what that's like, trying to bury a pain or ignore some hard times that you can't fathom how to get through. People are truly in pain, not knowing if they're gonna have a bonus, not knowing if they're gonna be able to pay their bills, always behind the eight ball. I mean, I could go on and on, but all that amounts to pain. So with the right mindset, literally the right mindset, meaning that when you're thinking about things, you're thinking them through, you know what your abilities are, you really realize what you can do, what you have to do to get ahead. How can you reposition yourself to get that, that advance or get that promotion? Or how do you really find a quality of life within the mess? You know, that could be a book right there. A quality of life within the mess. You know, how do you find that though? And sometimes it's just about being true to yourself, but you can't be true to yourself if you don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important. You gotta know who you are, what motivates you, what stimulates you, what turns you on, what is it that gets you going naturally and you're just on fire because that's the thing you should probably be giving your focus to versus the quote unquote thing you have to do for a living. Mm, mm. Man, I, you know, I, okay. So now I'm going to, I'm going to have you help me answer this question that's been put to me. Sure. Why do you do this? I mean, <laughs> you, you could do, you've been through a lot. Mm -hmm. You've conquered a lot. Uh, obviously the devil doesn't want you because he, you know, he tried so many times to take you. Drug abuse couldn't, couldn't take you. Cancer couldn't take you. Uh, you've obviously found a formula for yourself. You're speaking all over the world. Uh, so many people might say, I got mine. You go get yours. Good luck. But you're taking a different approach. Why are you so invested uh, in helping other people find their way? Why not just take yours and run for the hills? Well, to be honest with you, I need those people. I really need those people. Fortunate for me, I love people. So people have a need. I have a love for people. I know I can't reach everyone, but I am so excited about the opportunity to reach people with a type of thinking that isn't presented or that isn't presented in the way that I am presenting it. Now, I would dare to say I'm the only one in the world that speaks about things like this because I know that's not true per se. However, my style, my approach, the wording, the phrasing, the ideology that I present when I'm doing that thing, that's my sweet spot. And I am excited about it. I am that kid in the candy store and the toy store all wrapped up in one. And I really love doing it, you know? Um, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I think it's just where I've always was supposed to be. I just didn't know it. 
until the latter parts of my life. Well, fantastic. Well, this has been a great conversation and I, I want to thank you for uh, sharing uh, this gift to the world, but uh, also just making this available to my listeners uh, because uh, I believe, and, and all my listeners have heard me say this a hundred of a hundreds of times, uh, but I believe that everyone is designed to be the greatest in the world at something and your life's mission is to find your thing so that you can get on with celebrating being the greatest in the world. I believe you found your thing and you are absolutely living in that greatness. Um, and uh, I just want to wish you continued success. Uh, any final words you want to share with the audience before we um, close down another episode? Well, you know, I, I would like highly recommend and encourage those that are in that space to get more, be more, do more and have more, to pick up the books, uh, to get the audios, to get the, uh, the ebook, whatever it is that uh, fancies you, because I know that everyone has their own learning style or their own learning rate. And whichever one is suitable for you, pick it up, shoot me an email, uh, go to the website, sircharlescarryinc.com, or hit me on social media, all the majors. So I'm talking Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love to answer your questions or uh, give you uh, a, a resource that you can get to and get the information that you need. Well, there you have it. There you have it, guys. I absolutely recommend that you get in touch with this guy. He is absolutely the real thing. Uh, you know, this this is a guy that uh, I just happened to con come in contact with once uh, on another platform. Uh, we connected, and then lo and behold, we found ourselves in like several different organizations at the same time, and we just keep uh, we just keep coming in contact. So. Uh, if you enjoy anything that you've heard me say uh, over the past three years of the Leadership Toolbox, you're absolutely going to dig Sir Charles Carey. Uh, you, you, just, you just need to be a part of this guy's uh, universe. Get his books, uh, check out his podcasts, uh, watch his videos. Uh, you're also a reality TV star, right? Uh, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're on the keynote, uh, so you can, you can check out those episodes. This guy's the real thing. Uh, and with that, I want to thank you for another episode of the Leadership Toolbox. Uh, I believe that every success and every failure begins and ends with leadership. Uh, and as John Maxwell said, uh, we each influence thousands of people in our lifetimes. So the question is not, will you influence, but how will you use your influence? This is Galen Bingham, the Leadership Strategist. Radiate the brain and change the game.